Hello, my goodness. I feel like I've been shot out of a cannon. What is happening? Nothing, just a meeting that I was at, which, of course, there have been like four of these same meetings this week, and they've all ended early, except the one today of fucking, of course. But welcome to Three Funny Ladies. (laughs) That's Joe Bailey. That's Susan J. Coates. How is everybody? Just answer within yourself. Yes. How are you? We'll wait. <laughs> we'll wait. <laughs> oh, that's so good to hear. That's great. Oh, I'm so sorry that happened. Oh, that's sad. Oh, but that's you know what? Good. Things will get better. Oh my God, I'm so happy for you. Congratulations. There, do we cover the everything? The gamut. The gamut. The gamut. Um, oh, there's Nexium news. Oh. The uh the woman who is in charge. Laura? She got 42 months. Oh, I thought you were going to say years. Oh, God. Oh, God. No, she got 42 months. Oh, God. Oh, God. It's me, Margaret. How are you today? Well, I'm just Peach King. You know. Cool. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, yeah, great. Yeah. So, yeah. That's amazingly great. So, this is a wee pod, y'all. Yeah. Yeah, thank God. I'm, if you had I'm, said no, I was going to start crying. I'm good too, thank you. Oh my God. <laughs> hey, go fuck yourself. <laughs> How actually, are you, Joe? I'm I'm good. I'm a little because you know we you've been through this before, but tonight is the night that we are actually starting rehearsals for our first comeback thing. Yeah, and I'm I'm feeling the feelings today. I'm nervous and i'm i don't know it's just it's weird like we were we were there last night for a little bit at like 7 30 we were there and i was already yawning my face off and i was like i am ready to go to bed uh honest to god uh, that is my biggest fear is like because we go to bed at like nine (laughs) i do too now i never did before but now this past year and a half and like by the time I get home, I'm gonna be so fucking exhausted. Yes. Um, Pete started working this week. Oh right, because they're reopening. Yeah. So they had some stuff during the day, and then he had class Tuesday night, and he was supposed to work during the day on Tuesday. And he was like, "So this is my first time like out of the house for an extended period of time in like 18 months. Could we move the work shift to Wednesday? Because if I do a work shift and then teach." I think I might die. So that's what they did. And then he starts work Friday night. Crazy. It's so weird. I just, I don't know. I mean, and it's also, it's funny because everyone seems like they're so ready to get back at it again. Mm -hmm. But then I feel like the people that are back at things are just exhausted and not super enthusiastic about things yet. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, and you know what else for me too, especially with what we're starting tonight, I'm a little guarded because the last time I did something, it got canceled, you know, in per, you know, um, and I, you know, who knows what, what the next few months will bring. So it's like, uh, do I want to get attached? Yeah. Will it happen? So yeah, it's weird. It's a little weird. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's a lot of feelings. Yeah, yeah. But we're gonna we're gonna see. 
We're going to soldier <laughs> through. We're sure going to see what happens. And we're also going to uh, make you feel f- funny laughs. I don't know. <laughs> yep. We're funny here to laughs. talk about funny laughs. Funny laughs. Funny we're laughs. We're talk about elder millennial. Yes. Eliza Schlesinger. Yes. I did homework on how to say her name. Oh, oh thank you. Because I did not. It's a hard um, G, Schlesinger. Okay, okay. This was her Netflix special released in 2018. Um, wh- general thoughts. How'd you feel about it? What? Wh- how'd it make you feel? Well, um, well, hold on. I want to back up just a second. Okay, well, um, I mean, all right. Because I discovered uh, <laughs> yes. she won Last Comic Standing. Uh, oh, my God. But here's the thing. She won the sixth season of Last Comic Standing. Okay. Which none of us should be surprised at. She was the first woman to win Last Comic Standing six <laughs> oh, seasons in. Oh my God. Who would have thought? And apparently, when uh, people like were up for elimination or whatever, they could choose one person to go against. And everyone like kept choosing her because apparently, because she was a woman and all these guys thought that they could be funnier than her. And she like won every single one of them. Uh, She's funny. Oh my God. I loved this special so much. Now from the outset, it's would seemingly be something that I wouldn't like, because it's essentially this men and women are so different, (laughs) which is not normally something that I, um, you know, Subs- but I mean, she I- does do it in a unique way, and she doesn't do it from a standpoint of let's bash men. Right. Which I know I sound like I would get a kick out of that. And sometimes I do. But And, and sometimes she does in a good-natured way. Right. But it's also very much from a uh, woman empowerment sort of oh, position. Yes. And I loved the little – she does this very nice thing which I've never seen a comic do before. She will tell a joke or she'll set up a joke and she'll say, and she doesn't do it in a condescending way. She doesn't do it in a sarcastic way. She does it in a very genuine way of, I'm not making fun of that type of person. Yes. I'm using this as part of a joke. Yeah. But she does it in such a genuine way that you're like, oh, well, yeah, thank you for saying that. You know what I mean? Like, this is part of comedy. This make this thing that i'm saying makes it funnier yeah but i'm yes. going to explain that to you so you don't come for me <laughs> and she is so smart oh my god and just i mean she really is i was legitimately laughing so hard at some portions of this i i had actually totally forgotten about it to watch it and so like <laughs> after we got home last night i started it and i was like you know what because I'm on my stupid sleep cycle again. I'm like, uh, I'm just going to watch this when I'm awake at three o'clock this morning. Sure. Mm-hmm. Which is what I did. And I was, was laughing super hard. Um, I didn't. No, I did not. No, here's the thing. There were several parts that I laughed out loud at. I could 100% appreciate it and know that it was funny, but it wasn't relatable to me. It was all about dating essentially and women in their thirties dating and, and the truth about dating and the truth about how women are. Um, and so it wasn't relatable to me because I've been happily married. <laughs> <laughs> so suck it. <laughs> 
Um, but I totally related to it. Uh, the whole part of <laughs> when you have a man over and then the next morning, like you've been waiting to go to the bathroom. And so when the man leaves, your dragon is unleashed. Oh my God. That was so great. Like all of her voices were so great. Her oh, sound yes. effects that she made were so great. Yes. She does that whole little segue into like bird calls or right and so you can tell that she's got a thing for birds and that she loves bird facts so funny funny. like it just Um, all started with that whole peacock thing and she she was like the 10 people who know what a peacock sounds like you're welcome uh, right (laughs) and what was the um it sounds like it oh shoot because a peacock does this thing where it goes down yeah um and then she's like it's like a prostitute on the corner yes that's what it is yeah that's funny but then she was like of course the peacock is a male so i'm talking about male prostitutes <laughs> because um, feminism and then the whole thing about welcome to the fuck dome scott <laughs> now of course i'm giving a lot of these punchlines away which will not be funny to you if you've not seen this i also love that because comedians really do have to be so fucking smart um which is why i couldn't do them i'm accidentally funny the names that she chooses uh when she's talking about a man is something that you wouldn't think about but she probably was like okay what name is funnier in this instance she uses Uh, chad at one point chad (laughs) (laughs) um also um her pants, I was obsessed. I know that it has nothing to me, do with anything. Oh, no, me too. And I could not figure out her top. I know, me neither. I oh just my God, couldn't same. figure it out. I was like, is it like elastitized under the boobs? Like, right? it's a crop top, but I just couldn't figure out. But those pants were all, oh, I was all in for those pants. Amazing. Yeah, those pants. Did. Oh, she's perfect looking. Oh, shit. Oh, she was t- <laughs> at one point, she said something about having brown hair as and it being sort of an insult. And then she's like, I'm not insulting people with, because she's blonde. I'm not insulting people with brown hair. Look at all of our eyebrows. We all have <laughs> And I thought that was very funny. Yeah. Um, um, so let me just ruin all the jokes for you. <laughs> I thought the whole thing about shopping at Trader Joe's was funny at the beginning. The ring, it mocks us. Um, just, I, I thought it was weird that, she, that they were on a ship. Like, I couldn't quite figure that out. Yeah, I don't know what that was about. And then they were showing the audience, and I couldn't figure out what was, what was behind them. There were, like, two big white, uh, were they windows? But then it would yeah, have I been day. Know. I just couldn't figure it out. Um, but, I mean, it was cool, and the dog was adorable. The little dog in the sailor Oh, my hat. God, with the little <laughs> <laughs> The other thing that caught my eye is there's this guy in the front row when they cut to the front row. There's this guy in the front row who looks fucking miserable. I didn't see that. And it's hysterical. Um, the other thing I loved about her is her flow. And because, you know, it's memorized. She's doing a monologue, essentially. Yep. But it all sounds so genuine and easy. And even her cutaway things to different topics sound organic and you know they're not yeah. um and it, she's just so good she's really really good 
yeah, it's very polished. Like that, this is the kind of thing where I watch it and I'm amazed at the art of stand-up comedy. Yeah. And I there's a part of me that wishes that I had that for sure thing, that drive to do it because for I'm fascinated sure. by it. And just the amount of work it takes to do something like what she does here mm-hmm. to make it look like, like you said, so conversational and like not rehearsed and just like it feels so spur of the moment and you know it's rehearsed within an inch of its life yes and just the just the act of like sitting down and writing that out and just having the chops to like be funny like that is something that i I feel like you like i feel like i can you know turn a phrase here and there but i just feel like sitting down to write jokes is not comfortable for me and also it sounds so lonely because especially artists and i would say even go further and say especially comedic artists whether it's stand up or or anything i think in some ways we all have imposter syndrome yeah so to sit down and write if i had to sit down and write i would instantly doubt myself I mean, instantly. So everything, I wouldn't make it through a writing session. I would throw it all away. Yeah. Because once it got down on the paper, yeah, this is terrible. This will never be funny. And so to know that you're funny, to be able to stick to it and the hustle it takes to be a comedian, I could never. Yeah. Couldn't. I don't, I have zero hustle. Zero. I mean, zero. So I've been in the right place at the right time a lot of times and um, I'm very grateful for that. But yeah, it's just, it's a whole talent that is just, I don't think people realize. Yeah. And just like being on the road and just like traveling all the time, just because you have to, to get your name out there. Right. Especially at the beginning where you're playing like such shitty venues or you really are just on your own. And they talked about it, this in that movie that we did. I can't remember what it's called that for our first we pod about the female comedians mm-hmm, and just like mm-hmm, how mm-hmm. dangerous it is for women on the road right? by themselves. Um, it's just, it's, it really is amazing that the, just the stick to yeah. that you have to have in order to make it as a comic. And just how lonely it would be. Yeah. Because one of the reasons I wanted to be an actor is so I could be around people all the time, which is funny. If you knew me, you would know that that is hysterical because I hate people. And I think humans are garbage, but to me, the most fun shows are getting up there and playing with your friends and having a blast. And some of my most rewarding parts are parts where I was alone a lot, but when it comes down to fun, they weren't as fun. Yeah, totally. Yeah. And if I did that kind of acting all the time, then it would be like, okay, can we do like noises off or something? I can't take being alone <laughs> anymore. So yeah. And especially for a woman just, uh, but I love her, you know, w- w- uh, well, how did you get engaged? And women want to tell a whole story that begins from their birth. And a dude yeah. is just like, well, I wasn't looking for love. She showed up. <laughs> yeah. She's like, you know, they're not like, well, you know, I'm a Pisces. So. <laughs> <laughs> and I love that story when she sees the baby at the airport. And it's so fucking true. And it's so like, you just don't, again, it's like, she's just, it's like women are not creepy. 
women yeah, will, not- you can talk to women, you can, you know, what, and I, she's like, when I went up to ask if I could touch his leg, I knew she was going to say yes. And she did. Yeah. Not only say yes, but be like, well, you have to, <laughs> yeah. that's what it's there for. <laughs> yeah. Because as a mother, I will say this, when someone fawns over your baby, it's like, oh, thank you. Yeah. Do you want to squeeze her? Isn't she the cutest thing? Um, so it's true. And especially another woman. Like if a dude is like, your baby's cute. You'd be like, all right. <laughs> all right. All right. You pervert. <laughs> yeah, you are a pervert. Get away, sir. But if especially like a little old lady who's lived life and seen tons of babies or whatever, and they're just enamored with your baby, it's just like, here, would you like her to live with you? Like, <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, it's true. It's very, she true. was like in the same vein. She was like, man, all you have to do to look creepy is part your hair weird. <laughs> and it's so <laughs> fucking true. Like these these handsome like chris evans i i'm sorry chris evans is perfect in every way but his attractiveness changes just with his hair honest yeah, to god no, you're you're right you're totally right it doesn't make any sense like i can still look at him and go he's an attractive man he's always going to be an attractive man but because there's an snl uh sketch of him being just this unhappy schmuck and all they did was put like this weird facial hair on him and part his hair weird and i was like oh he's so gross <laughs> and he's not because it's chris fucking Evans. <laughs> but it's true all you had to just one little part your hair different have facial hair different and it can change the whole aesthetic women like <laughs> You could come in with no hair and a man would be like, did you do something different? You still have boobs, so I don't care. <laughs> so it is very much, yeah, women and men are so different, but she doesn't do it in that annoying. She does it in a very real way. And all, and all the things she said, I feel were true. Um, especially a whole thing about how men think that, you know, they just quote unquote met their girlfriend and she's like police <laughs> I like there was a lot of strategy in that deconstructs the whole like rom-com tropes yes oh, t- a lot in it that i just i'm really really happy that you picked this because i'm just now instantly a lifelong fan like, yes. i want to watch all of her specials she has a book that i want to read like i'm just i just love her yeah, it's great. Everybody watch it. Really, it's great. And, and like my thing is, the only reason I didn't laugh out loud is because I feel like if it's relatable to you, you will just you will want to watch it every day. Honestly, it's really good. She's really yeah. good. It's just it not I'm, you know, nearing God, I'm nearing 50. Jesus. Fucking I can't. <sighs> um, and I was never much of a dater. I didn't date. Were you a dater? Mm, no. Yeah. No, I was a whore. Okay, but okay, <laughs> but hold. Okay, but hold on. So, but uh, let me ask you this: Does being a whore, and we mean this with the utmost respect and 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 love, does that take as much work as a serial dater? Oh God, no. It's easy, especially in the gay world. Oh my God, no. You just, it's like, you're here, I'm here, let's do it. Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Also, I can't see you as a whore. That's so fascinating to me. Especially when your standards are incredibly low. <laughs> okay, okay. Well, 
his husband is recording us right <laughs> I now. mean, this my, is awkward. <laughs> my standards then, not any longer. Good save, good save, buddy. <laughs> We're talking about my past. Yeah, I was never a dater. I, you know, high school, that doesn't count, right? Um, then the first go round, which was a disaster. And then Peter. Yeah, I can't imagine, like, you know, she was talking about how did, how did you meet, you know, her fiance, yeah. who is now her husband. And she's like, of course, it was the apps. That's how you all met your significant other. We all right. met them on the apps. And it's just such a, such a thing that's so, like, not, that's completely out of my realm of experience, like these dating apps. Like, it's right. just, like, I can't imagine that, whatever, that experience of just swipe, swipe, yeah. swipe, or whatever, and just meeting that way. It's just so out of my... I don't know that I would ever go on a dating app and nothing against them. It's just that for me to feel that way about someone, like I wouldn't seek it. I, how do I explain this? I wouldn't go, oh, I really want to be married. I really want someone. I'm going to go on a dating app. For me, it always needs to start organically as a friendship. And that's mm-hmm. not shitting on those things at all it's just a preference and so i don't know that i would ever because to go on those dating apps it's with the intention of either getting laid which is not i don't have never done that i've never gotten laid been married (laughs) all this time i have a child we've never done it the immaculate Um, conception uh i just i was never i'm not the kind of person that um just dates to to date does that make sense yeah 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 it does now of course back in my day because mm-hmm. i'm from the stone ages right 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 we didn't have the apps right you didn't have the apps so you would take out an ad in the metro times that is <laughs> and then they would give you a post office box people would write you an actual letter that is correct. That's a lot of work. I'm not putting it in that is. work. No. Then now, you would get in the mail, they would send you a package of all of your letters, and then you would, it was like Christmas. You would open them all. So you did that. I did I, that a couple of times. Yeah. That's how I met my first boyfriend. That is so, that is so um, crazy to me. And my first boyfriend's name was yes. Joe. Okay. Here. <laughs> So you have a type. You're like Loki. You just want to date yourself is what you're saying. You don't get that reference because you don't watch Marvel. But anyway, um, uh, for those of you that do, that was a good reference. I have no, and I, I, I have basically, I didn't realize it was a thing. And I have uh, come very recently to realize this. Um, I am demisexual. Didn't know that was a thing. Just thought everybody was this. I am just attracted to people if I like them as a person. So dating apps aren't something that would even enter my interesting thought process because I am, and I don't have a type. I am attracted to really, I'm attracted to talent is what it is. So, uh, you know, if I, so it it can be a problem. Um, (laughs) (laughs) You're attracted to Demi Moore and Demi Lovato because you're demisexual. Bottom, How very bottom. specific. And there's two people to choose from. You can have this problematic person or this problematic person. My field attraction is two. There's <laughs> two people. And I would prefer a man, but those are hardly ever named Debbie. Um, so, yeah. So a dating app would never work 
for me. And I was also a sort of person who was like, well, okay, if I don't meet the person, okay, because I love my own company. So, yeah. So it's just so foreign to me. And to put in all that work, my God. Yeah. Yeah. That's a lot of work. That is, that is a lot of work. And then <clears throat> how many did you go through? No, so, okay. So when you did the letter writing thing, did you meet everyone or just oh God, the one? No. And he was the boyfriend. And then no, we went from I mean, there. I met a few people that I remember was like a hundred years ago, but you know, met a few people. And then here's the other thing. And I think it would be hard for someone like me when you are because there's that whole thing where you know every straight person assumes everyone's straight or what have you so like if i'm in high school and i like a boy i'm assuming he likes girls you know it's just a matter of if he likes me or not but to be a gay person especially younger to like someone and not even know if you're their type meaning you know are you guys the same sexuality? That must be so fucking frustrating. Well, I mean, of course, this also was 100 years ago. But I think the assumption, especially like in something like high school, was that you are the only person who's like this. And so sure. it's that extra layer of isolation. And sure. so the people that you do like, naturally, you assume are straight and it will never work out. And you're destined to a life of loneliness and uh, oh. despair. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. So that's, that's my growing up. Oh, that fucking sucks. I'm sorry. <laughs> but look at me now, kid. <laughs> but look at you now. Married <laughs> to that little biscuit over there. <laughs> the love of my life. The love of your life is a little biscuit. That's what um, Peter calls uh, attractive men. Because Peter is very uh, uh, secure in his sexuality. So he'd be like, oh, God, Chris Evans, he's a biscuit. He's yeah, a real I- biscuit. <laughs> One of the things I love about your husband. Um, oh yeah, he'll he doesn't care. He'll be like, yeah, Jeremy St. Martin, yeah, fuck him. Like <laughs> <laughs> Jeremy St. Martin, if you're listening. Uh, and just so everyone knows, I'm putting it, I'm making it official. Um, you know how people are like, oh, you know, when my husband dies, I just want him to go on and find happiness and fall in love. I don't want that. I want him to be alone. If I die first, he needs to be alone and just rudderless without me, unless. Him and Jeremy St. Martin. He Jeremy St. Martin is the only sanctioned person that he is allowed to be with. The only so, sanctioned. The only sanctioned. I have signed off on it. I have stamped it. <laughs> he is the only one. Women, fuck off. Just fuck off. He is going to be with Jeremy St. Martin or completely alone. Jeremy so, St. Martin would be a lovely stepmother. He, he, I think he would. I do too. And you know what? She resembles him. <laughs> Wait, we're getting into weird territory now. <laughs> Um, so yeah, so, uh, yeah. What else? Anything else? What else? No, I just, I, I personally cannot say enough about this special and about just Eliza Schlesinger altogether. I just really uh, loved it and I can't wait to dive in for more. Yeah. Do we know, does she have anything else right now? Is this the only thing? No, I think there are a couple more things on the Netflix. I, I did a search by her name and more things came up. There's something called unveiled. And she was just on Jimmy Kimmel a couple of weeks ago. RuPaul was the guest host. Okay. And she is now pregnant. <gasps> and RuPaul, she came, she's wearing a very short dress. RuPaul was like, well, so I see you're pregnant, but you're still dressing like a prostitute. <laughs> and she's like, how do you, how do you think I got pregnant? <laughs> <laughs> wait a minute. Wait, wait, wait. What episode of RuPaul? 
No, it, it was Jimmy Kimmel Live, but RuPaul was guest hosting. Thank you. Sorry. I misread. Okay, because I was like, I watched that. Did you watch? I know this is a wee pod. Sorry. Did you watch? Do you know who won? Yes. Are you happy with it? No. Okay, I'm sorry. Let's talk about it. Fuck wee pod. Why aren't you happy with it? I probably will have a very uh, unpopular opinion okay. about this, but I just, I'm a purist when it comes to drag. Got it. Understand. However, I also will say this with Got Mick, I was fine with Got Mick from the last <laughs> That's funny. Okay. But um, Got Mick was a trans male. So I'm telling so you, I know, I know, I know. This opinion is not politically correct. It is not popular. That is my opinion. So. Well, here, I wasn't unhappy with it. I wanted Ginger Minch. Yes, me too. I wanted Ginger Minch. But, counterpoint, I also would have been happy with Eureka, not because I wanted her to have the win, but because I never want to have to see her again. And she will be shoved down our throats until she wins a season. She will be in that orbit until she wins a season. So... That's kind of why I wanted her to win. So I just never have to deal get with her. Get her out again. of the way. Get her out of the way. Um, and then she was on the episode last night of American Horror Stories. So, oh, God. Yeah. A spoiler, she gets killed. So it's fine. So I wanted it to be Ginger Minch, but, you know. Eh. What are you going to do? I was actually shocked. I was shocked because I really thought it was going to be Eureka because, you know. But anyway, all right. Well, this has been fun. Watch yeah. it's on Netflix. Yeah, it's on the Netflix. So there were a couple more things on there too. So get get on it. Yeah, unveiled after. I maybe I'm gonna watch that now. I think I will unveiled because it's about after her marriage. Oh, nice. Love it. Love it. I'm gonna watch it. Do we want? Do you want to disclose who our woman is? Yeah. So we're back next week with a full on episode, and we're gonna talk about someone who is currently having a moment. Having. A big moment. Yeah, big moment in two two areas of big bigness. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so we're going to talk about the one and only Beanie Feldstein. Love her. Who will be the star of the upcoming, finally, first ever revival of Funny Girl. I'm so happy because that means it's not Leah Michelle. Yep. Stepping into Barbara Streisand's shoes. Love it. So And cute. just started airing uh, <clears throat> in the impeachment American crime story. She's playing Monica Lewinsky. I just watched it. Have you I watched have not it? Not yet. I have it on the, v- on the VCR. <laughs> <laughs> You're I, aging I yourself there. I put it on the Betamax. And I so I'm taped gonna... over my granddaughter's dance recital <laughs> after I went to my peel box for my correspondence. <laughs> I'm going to have Marvin show me how to, how to cue that up later on today. It just, it's noon. Oh, it's noon. No, it's still noon. No. Oh, it's blinking. Okay. It doesn't, I don't know how to set it. I don't know how to set it. It's um, on the DVR. So I will, I will get to Um. All right. Well, good times. Great times. Yeah. Good, good, good. Love it. Fun. And I'll see you in a little bit. Yep. <laughs> you sure um, will, buddy. If y'all want to send us an email, we're at three funny ladies at gmail.com. Um, also follow us on the Insta, uh, three funny ladies. You can slide into our DMs. You can sl- <laughs> slide smash, your dick right into- <laughs> Smash that like button. <laughs> Rate, review, subscribe, all of the things. Oh, hey, we're big in big. I say big. Where was it? Denmark. Not- Denmark. Yes. But have you noticed as soon as we make... <laughs> I have because yeah. I think it's hilarious. As soon as we make a list somewhere, the following week we fall. Yeah, we. So plummet. it's like people are like, 
what is this? Ah, this is terrible. <laughs> oh, what is this? Oh, no, I don't like oh, that. No, I don't like that. Oh, I don't like so that we at all. spike because a bunch of people tried us out. And then we dip because those same people were like, fuck that. <laughs> yeah. So. But we try. We're, we we're, try. We're doing we're, it. We're making strides across the globe. Sure. Yeah. Baby steps. <laughs> baby steps. Chunky legged baby steps. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll see you guys next week. Sure will. Bye um, now. Bye.